to the Prophecy Club. As you know, we just completed our 2021 Sevenfold Miracle Crusades. And for the next several broadcasts, I'm going to be playing audio from that crusade. Enjoy. So I'm going to talk about Miss the Mark. I said I would show you what the mark of the beast looks like, and I'm about to show you. First of all, what does the mark or the number look like? What I'm about to show you is some of the most important information in Christianity today. Because I'm going to show you what the mark of the beast looks like. First of all, the yellow one at the top, we have three different witnesses, three different people that had dreams, that don't know each other, that did not conspire together. And they said that they were shown in the dreams that that is what the mark of the beast looks like. And then the bottom, we have two different people that said that, said that this is what the number of the beast looks like. And I'm one of them, and Leslie's the other one. How do you say? I'm going to show you how I know. But Leslie woke up out of a dream, and she was shown the cover of this book. And she was shown that that is the number of the beast. Revelation 13, 16, And he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to, to wear a mark, to, to wear a mask, excuse me, to wear a mask and to take a vaccine. You get what I'm going at, right? Okay. That's where it's heading. And he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in the right hand, and that no man might buy or sell, save he had the mark, or the name of the beast, or the number of his name. It's actually four things. Actually, five things that we, we should not do. So this is what we believe the yellow mark of the beast will look like. One of the people, one of the three people said that she saw it as red. So whether it is yellow or whether it is red, we're still going to be able to spot it and make certain we aren't going to take it. So burn that into your memory. Be it yellow or be it red, that's what it looks like. We aren't going to take it in our forehead or in our hand. And Ken Peters said that's where he saw it in the hand. He uh, makes a comment that even if someone's wearing a mask, it doesn't cover the mark. So you'll still be able to tell whether they have the mark or not. These are the five things that we want to avoid. According to Revelation 13, 17, and that no man might buy or sell, save he had the mark. Okay, the mark, we showed you, or the name of the beast. Now, we don't know what the name of the beast is. I've prayed a lot of times, Lord, I'd like to know what the name of the beast is. And so far, he has seen fit not to tell me. But one of these days, we will know. The name of the beast or the number of his name. Revelation 15, 2, as I saw, as it were, a sea of glass mingled with fire. And then gotten victory over the beast. So that's one. Over his image, over his mark, and over the number of his name, stand of the sea of glass, having the harps of God. So there's five things we should not do. We should not worship the beast or his image. We should not take the mark, his name, or his number. Any one of those, and we're in deep trouble. I'm going to say, the answer to this question, when will we see the mark? I'm going to say we will not see the mark until the beast arrives. In other words, no, uh, the beast's not here yet. We will not see the beast until the world government arrives. That's pretty close. We will probably not see the world government until America falls. That's that's, that's said probably because we're not certain of that. America will not fall until we see the internal revolution, which has already started and in full action. We will not see America fall until we have seen the seven signs of her fall. Leslie was told the seven signs to watch for to the fall of America. This is the order I think they will take place, not the order that they arrived in. Israel refuses help to America. Omer ushers in Palestinian state. Catastrophe hits America. One of America's greatest times of need. Israel is attacked. America sends troops. Chaos reigns as Americans protest help to Israel. 
Then she heard my voice quoting Dimitri Dudem and the fall of America was start with an internal revolution. If we did not have those, right now I would be screaming bloody murder at the top of my voice every place people would listen to me saying that the Russians are about to attack. Now, is there any reason why that we might think that the Russians are about ready to attack? Did you hear that three Russian submarines just poked their, their launch capabilities above the Arctic? And did you also hear that Russia has been openly moving massive amounts of hardware up to the uh, Ukraine border and the other two states? There's apparently about to be a war between Ukraine and Russia. And of course, who backs up Ukraine? That would be America. So we're in a lot of trouble. As you recall, Dmitry was told the fall of America will start with an internal revolution. In my opinion, that started November the 3rd, 2020 with the election. Some of the people start fighting against the government. I believe that started January 6th with a bunch of people coming uh, upon the Capitol. And so right now it is possible for the Russians to be ready to attack. And I would say they are if it not for those six. So that's actually very important. And you folks watching online, you should write those down. Let's go on. Okay, so the big question is, okay, so taking the vaccines, no big deal. Wearing a mask, no big deal. If they require me to take this mark, what's so big? I mean, why should I not take the mark? I'm so glad you asked. So I'm gonna ask it this way. What would you do if you had to tell the person the most important thing in the world, but you knew, you knew they would not believe you? Well, we want to say, I'd tell them anyway. Well, the answer is, the most important thing to do is to accept Jesus. But the most important thing not to do let me say it again, the most important thing not to do, the most important information in the world is do not take that mark of the beast. Most important thing to do is accept Jesus. The most important thing not to do, do not take the mark of the beast. Why? Throughout all human history, there are only, what I'm going to discuss right now, three groups of people. There are actually four, but that's the nations. I'll skip that for another time. Those in the book of life who live forever. Those not in the book of life who are tossed into the lake of fire which is body and soul death. Those people who take the mark and join the beast and the false prophet and Lucifer in perdition or hell in the lake of fire and brimstone without soul death. In other words, if you take the mark of the beast, you do not get soul death. Soul death would be a joy compared to being tossed into the lake that burns with fire and brimstone for all eternity, not by yourself, just burning there, that would be bad enough, but it's not by yourself. It's with the tormentors, Lucifer, the beast, and the false prophet. For all eternity, no hope of escape, no water, no help at all, total torment for all eternity. You don't want to take the mark of the beast. And you don't want your brothers, your sisters, your friends, neighbors, relatives, work friends, business friends, you don't want them to take the mark of the beast. So let's talk about group three. What happens to them? Those taking the mark, Revelation 14, 9 says, If any man worship the beast in his image and receive his mark in his forehead or in his hand, the same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God. That means God is going to give them the worst possible torment. What's torment? It's constant pain. You know how you get a little hangnail? Try to imagine pain all over your body. That's what we're talking about. Total, unbelievable, unescapable pain. For in him, the same should drink of the wine of the wrath of God that is poured out without mixture. It means he didn't cut it at all. He didn't reduce it. It's total pain. Into the cup of his indignation, he should be tormented with fire and brimstone. Where? 
in the presence of the holy angels, in the presence of the Lamb, and the smoke of their torment ascendeth up forever and ever. It means they can't get out, and they have no rest day or night. In other words, there's no help. There's no water fountain there. There's nothing. It is total torment for all eternity. Ascendeth up forever and ever, and they have no rest day or night who worship the beast, whosoever received the mark of his name. And there's worse. It's worse. The devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophet are, and they should be tormented day and night forever. So where you are is bad enough, but who you're with is even worse. You're with the devil, the false prophet, and, and Lucifer, and all of his demons that are going to torment you for all eternity. If you think the pressure to take the mask, to take the vaccine, if you think that was pressure, wait till the mark of the beast comes out. I'm telling you, most humans on the planet will take that mark. Most. It, the only ones that won't are those people whose names are in the book of life, who have already got some really deep roots down into the rock so that winds, winds, when the rains come and when the winds blow, their house is not going to fall. Obadiah 1.16 says, they shall be as though they had not been. Some people have been taught, oh, once you're born, you never die again. They've been taught that there is no such thing as soul death. Well, that's not true. Jesus said in Matthew 10.28, fear not them that kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. That's the good news as opposed to being tossed into the lake of fire forever and ever and ever. And not get sold at. But how do I tell them all of this? This is complicated stuff. I'm not a prophecy expert. I'm so glad you asked. This is the uh, cover that Leslie saw in her dream. And that spiral there represents 666. So let's take a look. Why is that spiral? Why does that spiral there in the center right of your picture? Why does that spiral represent 666? Okay, let's take 666. And let's take a six and let's spin it around and let's put a tail on it. Now that's six, six. Now let's put another six, six, six. So that's actually six, six, six. And you'll see that in a lot of different ways. Often they reverse it like that because everything the devil does or everything God does, the devil just reverses it. So all of these represent six, six, six. Now why that particular spiral? Because let's take, for example, the top center spiral. What that spiral is saying, look up here for just a second so I can show you. That spiral is saying when someone comes into evil or comes into the realm of Lucifer, they're on the outside. But they keep spiraling downward and they keep getting closer and closer and closer to Lucifer or total evil on the center until finally they're right there in the center. That's what that's saying. It's called progressive evil. See, no one goes up to someone that's mainlining heroin and say, man, how'd you get to mainlining heroin? Well, just one day I was walking down the street and I just decided I was going to change my life. I decided I was just going to start mainlining heroin. It doesn't work that way. Here's the way it happens. Hey, man, take a puff. I don't like, I, I, I don't, take a puff. Go ahead. I mean, my mom and my dad smoked cigarettes. Years of mom and dad smoked cigarettes. Go ahead and try it. And then before long, it's, hey, take a puff. Nah, well, you smoke cigarettes. This is kind of like cigarettes, only it's a lot better. Then before long, hey, man, take a pill. Take a pill. No, no, no. Well, you know, you, you do marijuana. This is just marijuana and a pill. And then before long, it's, hey, man, take a shot. No, nah, I don't want to take a shot. Well, you smoke. 
smoke cigarettes, you do marijuana, you do pills. This is just pill and a syringe. Progressive evil. See, that's what we're talking about. Here's the number of his name. That's what we believe it'll look like. These are some other ways they hide 666. Now, where have you seen that bottom right symbol? I'm also going to give you a disclaimer from seeing some things I'm going to be talking about. So I'm not saying any of these people, these fine companies are bad or intended to say anything bad or evil. It may be very well that to them this is just a decoration. Maybe it was just designed by some graphic artist. They just thought it looked cool. On the other hand, I also believe that some of these companies know exactly. Let me give you a little bit of encouragement here. We trust Jesus with our eternity. Then we ask Jesus into our heart that he will really take care of us for all eternity. We trust Jesus with our daily lives to provide and protect. We also must trust Jesus with our death. We must believe that Jesus can and will see to it that we are not put through more pressure than we could possibly stand. 1 Corinthians 10, 13, there is no temptation taken you, but such as common demand. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you're able, but with the temptation will also make a way to escape that you may be able to bear it. So do not think that there's going to be a time that you're going to be put into a place, tested, tortured, tempted, whatever it is, that you absolutely must fall. And you might need to hang on to that because it might be pretty severe. But we, in other words, Jesus is not going to put us into a temptation or a test that we cannot succeed. It means if we're there, he also knows we have the strength to succeed. Correct? Okay. All right. If the rapture were to take place before the tribulation, now I'm, here's a little pre-tribulation thinking for you. If the rapture were to take place before the tribulation, who would be left to be forced to take the mark of the beast? Because this verse says that the beast forces people to take the mark. If all Christians are taken out before the rapture, who will he force to take the mark? The answer is no one. Because who is there if there was a pre-trib rapture? The only ones would be left would be sinners, foolish versions would remain, and they would easily take the mark. The point is no pre-trib rapture or the beast is coming for us. Excuse me. No pre-trib rapture is coming and the beast is after us. So here's the verse. And he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark on the right hand. You got that? In other words, if all of the Christians were removed, who would the beast be forcing to take the mark? Because most people would just take it. I mean, we've seen how easily they wear the mask and how easily they're taking the vaccine. By the way, I did not tell you to not take the vaccine. I can just tell you, I'm not going to take it. I ain't taking it. Mm. All right, let's talk about the beast a minute. Yes, I know the end. The, most people refer to him as the Antichrist, but the really more correct way to refer to him is the beast. In May of 2000, Prophets Club had Ken Peters speak about a dream he'd had some 25 years earlier. The night God called him to be a prophet. The title of the beast is called I Saw the Tribulation. We have a DVD on the table over there. You can also go to watchprophecyclub.com and watch it instantly. Ken Peters said he saw the Antichrist. Maurice Scalar said he saw the Antichrist. Both of them agreed he was the most handsome man they had ever seen in their life. Matthew 24, 24 says that there shall arise false Christs, false prophets, and show great signs and wonders. Show great signs and wonders. What are we looking for? What are most people on the earth looking for? Signs, wonders, miracles? That's what we're looking for. And what did the Jews say to Jesus? Show us a sign. 
So that's what everybody's looking for. So guess what? God is going to allow the beast to show them signs, lying signs and wonders. So much that if it were possible, it would deceive the very elect. So I got a question, prophecy students. Who is the beast trying to convince? Who's he after? Who's his target? Why do you think they want open borders? Who are they coming after? The Christians. They're trying to bring enough non-Christians to dilute the vote so that they can take over. Everything the devil does is aimed at Jesus and his people. That's what it says. If it's possible, they would deceive even the very elect. So we have to have our eyes open, our ears open. We have to listen. And there was given him a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies. Let that soak in. Because that's saying that God on, on, on his throne gave the beast a special skill. A special skill to speak with amazing eloquence. Speaking great things and blasphemies. But what he will say is attacking God. For the most part, Hollywood and most of the rest of the evil out there doesn't speak bad about Jesus, Christianity, or even Christians. They don't speak about it. But this guy, that's exactly what he's going to do. He's been given an eloquent mouth to speak against God. Why? I'm going to show you in just a second. And power is given to him to continue 42 months. That's time times the dividing of time or three and a half years, however you want to cut it. And he opened his mouth and blasphemed against God. What's blaspheme? It's a direct attack against God. To blaspheme God, his name, his tabernacle, and them that dwell in heaven. What's the tabernacle? Well, it's the tabernacle, but it's also today the church. So he's going to speak against the church. He's going to speak against pastors. He's going to speak against them that dwell in heaven. That means all of the Old Testament and also the New Testament people, he's going to speak against the Bible. Count on it. And it was given to him to make war with the saints. Yes, that's probably bullets. But more importantly, what did it say? A mouth. So his mouth is going to be doing what? Making war against the saints. Right now, what we're experiencing with the pandemic is a mild war against the saints. What is the whole point of all of this virus thing? It's to take over take over, to start destroying a world that is basically built upon the Christian Bible so that they can bring in another world that is a novus ordo seclorum, which does not mean a new order of the ages. It actually means novus ordo seclorum, seclorum as in secular, a new order without God. Why? Because they want to take a world based upon the Christian Bible to a novus ordo seclorum or a world without God, so then they can switch them to the new God. Make war with the saints and to overcome them. To make war with the saints and to overcome them. But yet we were promised that the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. Comes pretty close, but it will not prevail. And all that dwell upon the earth, how many? All that dwell upon the earth, how many? All that dwell upon the earth shall worship him. I'm glad this next sentence is there. Whose names are not written in the book of life, the lamb slain from the foundation of the world. According to Maurice Scalar and his vision, which I believe is of God, where he was taken to heaven and shown the courtroom of God, Satan stood up and basically said, I was promised seven years. And the beast stood up and said, and I was promised three and a half years. And it's been 6,000 years. Time's up. I want my time. But Jesus pulled out and said, but I've been promised that all that the Father has given to me shall come to me. 
and the book of life has not had all of the people that are in the book of life come to me yet. So until that happens, you can't have your time. And I believe that what we're about to, I believe we already stepped over just this weekend somehow, stepped over a line in the spirit, and we are now moving in a brief period of time where God is about to call the masses, not just America, but from around the world, people that never even heard of Jesus, will come into the fold and they will receive Jesus. Because this is the last few months, I hope, few years, but it may only be a few months, where God is going to complete filling the book of life, the Gentile book of life. Then he will go to the Jewish book of life. But when he finished filling the Gentile book of life, so Dimitri was told, then the, the tribulation will start. And by the way, I think I, I talked tonight on how to know when the tribulation started. Uh, it's either tonight or I guess it's tomorrow. In the future. I'll talk on how to know when the tribulation starts and how to spot the beast early. Very important stuff. All that dwell upon the earth shall worship him whose names are not written in the book of life, the Lamb slain the foundation of the world. If any man have an ear, now I don't like this verse, but I'm just a delivery boy. I can tell you right now, you're not going to like it either. He that leadeth into captivity shall go into captivity. He that killeth with the sword must be killed with the sword. Here's the patience and faith of the saints. What does patience mean? The New Testament meaning is, you know, don't race your car uh, engine at the light, hold your count to 10 before you say something, hold your tongue. That's patience. But the revelation meaning is don't quit Jesus. So when it says, here's the patience of the saints, he's saying, saints, you're not going to like what I'm about to say, but this is the way it has to be. Now, what do he say? He that leadeth into captivity shall go into captivity. That means if you turn people into the beast, you're going to be turned into the beast. You turn people into the new world order, you're going to be turned into the new world order. What did Jesus say to Peter? Put up the sword, because if you live by the sword, you die by the sword. And that's what the next word says. He that killeth with the sword must be killed with the sword. It's saying anyone that is coming after you specifically because you do not have the mark of the beast, if you kill them, you will be killed. If you turn them in, you'll be turned in. So it's saying to the Christian, in that case, if they're coming after you specifically because you do not have the mark of the beast, I'm not saying you can't defend your family and other circumstances. But if they're coming after you because you do not have the mark of the beast, it's saying, don't kill them. That means our only option would be to run and hide. I didn't write the stuff. I told you you wouldn't like it. I don't like it either, but that's the way it says. You know, us Texans want to pull out our shooting arms and say, mm-hmm. Let me introduce you to Betsy. <laughs> oh, Betsy. Let me show you Betsy. Daniel seven twenty one. And I beheld, and the same horn, that's the beast, made war with the saints and prevailed against them. His mouth speaking great things, he had power to give life into the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. Meaning, in the middle of the tribulation, when the Antichrist goes in and sets on the golden chair, the golden throne of God called the Ark of the Covenant, Proclaims himself God, requires everybody to stop the animal sacrifice, everybody worship him. When he does that, and of course he has been given a, a wonderful amount, but when he does that, he is also going to require all of the people on the earth to make an image to the beast. Now, we don't know what that image is, but my, my best guess is it's probably some kind of a clone. It, it says image of the beast, that means it's not going to have 
the image of God in them. We're made in the image of God. We have a different DNA. So it'll have a different DNA. And it's then is issued order. And he ha that he should both speak and cause as many as would not worship the beast should be killed. So this image is going to be the one that's requiring us to be killed if we don't worship the image or if we don't worship the beast. And one of the most dangerous parts is wonder. Revelation 17, 8 says, The beast that thou sawest was and is not, and shall ascend out of the bottomless pit. A lot of people say, Do you think that the Antichrist is alive on the earth right now? The answer is, no, he's not. Absolutely, positively, I guarantee you, the Antichrist is not. He's not some child out there, as the movie said. He is not on the earth. How do we know? Because of that verse right there, it says, Because he ascends out of the bottomless pit. Right now, the beast is falling endlessly and helplessly in the bottomless pit. And he does not come out of that pit until he's allowed to. And then at the end of the tribulation, it says, And I saw a great, I saw an angel come down from having, having the key of the bottomless pit. He laid, hold, he laid hold upon the dragon, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, and bound him a thousand years and cast him in the bottomless pit and shut him up and set a seal on him that he should deceive the nations no more until the thousand years would be fulfilled. So that's the bottomless pit. And they shall go into perdition. The perdition is the bottomless pit and also the uh, lake that burns with fire and brimstone, which is a different place. And go into perdition. They that dwell on the earth shall wonder. Now that's what I want to get to. Remember the earlier verse said, that he was given a mouth, a, an artistic mouth, a fabulous mouth to speak. And Ken Peters, and I'll read it in just a second, or maybe that's tonight. Anyway, Ken Peters said that as he heard this guy, he felt like Adolf Hitler caught people with these words. He caught people. He said, I felt myself being catched and be, being caught up in the guy's words. That's what this guy's going to do. The word wonder means he speaks with such eloquence. He's going to be the best looking the most handsome, the most intelligent, the best flesh that has ever lived on the earth. He's good. For those people that are looking for a flesh-perfect person will love him. Well, I thought Jesus was the best. No, actually, the Bible says Jesus was a comely man. Okay, He's a comely guy. He's not a fellow you would pick out of the crowd. Just an average, everyday old guy. This guy is going to be handsome, beautiful, eloquent. He's going to have an answer for every question. Might not be the truth, but he'll have an answer for every question. He is going to be something that everybody is going to point to and say, that's my man. I, I, I connect with him. I'm going to interrupt the broadcast right there. In 2017, I memorized the book of Revelation. I was shown a secret door linking the feasts to the prophecies of Revelation. For the first time, the book of Revelation can be put in correct chronological order. You can understand Bible prophecy. We offer them in shrink wrap sets of five. One for 20, but don't do that. Five for 35 or 10 for 60. What is the most important information to every beating heart on the globe? After except Jesus, it would be don't take the mark of the beast. Those taking the mark of the beast do not get soul death, but are tormented in the lake of fire and brimstone for eternity. How do you tell them? Give them, miss the mark. We offer them in shrink wrap sets of 10. One for 20, 10 for 30, and 20 for 50 at prophecyclub.com. Over the past 32 years, I've collected the best 101 prophecies from Dimitri Dudeman, Michael Boldea, Leslie Johnson, Henry Gruber, Shane Warren, Terry Bennett, Marie Sklar, Augusto Perez, Doug Metzger, and more. It's called God's Warnings for America. We offer them in shrink wrap sets of five. 
one for 20, but don't do that, five for 35 or 10 for 60. My new book is called Tribulation Secrets in Daniel because that's what it does. It shows you the part of Daniel you need to know being you're about to be a tribulation saint and will desperately need to know and understand about the last days you live in. We offer them in shrink wrap sets of 10, one for 20, 10 for 30, and 20 for 50 at prophecyclub.com. In How Pre-Trib 1, I expose the dirty little secrets pastors don't want you to know, which is why sometimes they can't preach the truth, especially about the rapture. Then, using the secret door, I explain the truth about the rapture, and then I rebut 25 claims pre-tribbers use to prove pre-trib. You'll finally know the truth about the rapture. We offer it in shrink wrap sets of 10. One for 20, but don't do that. 10 for 30, 20 for 50 at prophecyclub.com. That's prophecyclub.com. Here's the best deal we've ever offered at the Prophecy Club. Five How Pre-Trib One, five Tribulation Secrets in Daniel, five God's Warning to America, five Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy, and ten Miss the Mark, 40 books, gift of $100, prophecyclub.com, prophecyclub.com. Terry Sock of Cornerstone Asset Metals is a prophecy student, reads his King James Bible, and wants to help Prophecy Club win souls even if it means he loses money. I think that's the right attitude. When someone values winning souls more than making money, and he's doing so by sponsoring Prophecy Club on radio. So, if you'd like to help win souls, the next time you need gold, silver, palladium, rhodium bars, or coins, contact cornerstoneassetmetals.com. They can help you roll over your IRA, 401k, so just tell cornerstoneassetmetals.com Prophecy Club sent you.